0: Hey everyone, welcome to a special episode of The Geek Awakens. Uh, We are going to showcase, we'll call it showcase, uh, all the interviews that we conducted over LodgCon. I'm Mitch, and joining me tonight is Matt. Hello. Tabitha. Hi. And Lydia. Hiya. So, um, Pickett's not going to be here on this or on our regular show. He's uh, down with the sickness, so...
1: (laughs) I have to go. (laughs) (laughs)
0: But, um, but yeah, so pick it, get well soon, mostly because, um, you know, we need you for C2E2. Um, anyway, <laughs> so uh, LodgeCon is uh, a small gaming convention, if you haven't heard of it, which if you listen to us on the regular and you haven't heard of LodgeCon, then that's weird because we kind of talk about it a lot. Um, but anyway, it's a small gaming convention up in uh, Piatone, Illinois. It's held at the Will County Fair Atrium uh, every year. It's a lot of fun. This is this was our third year going as a group. And then Pickett and I went the year before. Um, so we've been there in some way, shape, or form for four of the five years it's been a thing. So So we're regulars. We we are regs, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, they know who we are. <laughs> but um anyway, so we had a chance to talk to a few people that we hadn't gotten a chance to talk to before. Uh, I mean, off camera, we also did talk to a lot of people that we have talked to before. And that's one of the things that I really enjoy about LodgeCon is just the, the, the camaraderie of it. And I think that's something that Matt, that you had mentioned before as well. Yep. So, um, the first interview that you're going to listen to tonight, um, or today, cause I don't know when you're listening to this,
2: <laughs> whatever time of the day you're listening.
0: Yeah. Um, and so we talked to Nicole and Tim, who are two uh, cosplayers. Tim is with uh, is the handle HDC Fabrication, and then Nicole is
1: Faceless. Cause.
0: Yes. Uh, but she was also uh, representing M- Midwesteros, which is a Game of Thrones-themed cosplay uh, group, mm-hmm. troop, whatever you want to call it. I like troop. I don't know if it's a troop, no, but I, I like it. No,
1: I just have the song from Goof Troops. So Same. <laughs>
0: But um, anyway, so we actually, uh, Tabitha and I did this interview in cosplay because this was the day that we all dressed up as Chippendale Rescue Rangers. We also have uh, this was the day that we became uh, an award winning podcast yes. <laughs> because as a group, we won the best adult cosplay. Um, so, yeah, so I thought it was really fitting that this interview <laughs> was done with just everybody dressed up. So... Uh, Take a few minutes, check out this interview. Um, yeah, it was a fun time. Hey guys, Mitch and Tabitha here, and we are talking with Nicole and Tim, who are a couple of professional cosplayers uh, here at LodgeCon. Guys, how's LodgeCon going for you so far?
3: Uh, it's pretty good, it's pretty chill. I'm having a good time, just hanging out, talking to people.
4: Yeah. It's great as always. Third year back, it's always a pleasure to be here. Awesome.
0: So, how long have you been cosplaying, and what was your first cosplay?
3: Ooh, I've been—I want to say four years now. Yeah, four, about four years. Um, my first cosplay was, I think, Rey from Star Wars because *Force Awakens* had just come out.
4: Uh, about 2012, so eight, nine years or so, and uh, I did a uh, couple of steampunk things.
1: Um, so you guys both look incredible. So, how time-consuming are these to put together for you? I don't even want to talk about it. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot of hand
3: stitching, a lot of crying at the middle of the night. Um I think this one is probably about the combination of like maybe sixty hours. maybe I don't really keep track anymore though
4: it It depends on the costume, be it uh something more leisure competition or like a display piece anywhere from thirty hours to nine hundred or, or more depending.
1: Um, so what has been your favorite cosplay and what's your bucket list cosplay? Um, this one's my
3: favorite because there's, like, seven variations of this costume you can do, so it's just a matter of layering different layers of blood and stuff onto this and then washing it all up the next day.
4: Uh, favorite, so far, like, build process-wise has probably been my Project Ebonblade, Blade um, that I'd worked with Zach Fisher with a couple years ago, uh, and the, but I think favorite is going, we're also working on Mandalorian Beskar set from Chapter 8, um, what was the other question? Bucket list. Bucket list. Uh, my next competition piece, I'm building Artanis from StarCraft II uh, at a one-to-one scale, so he'll be pushing my skills, which will be awesome.
3: Um, I forgot bucket list, but bucket list is probably a big sister from Bioshock because I really want to go to the aquarium in Atlanta and do photos there with that. And what advice would you give to new cosplayers? Um, I think the biggest thing is don't get discouraged because it's really easy to, like, start trying to do something and be like, oh, this isn't going to work out, stuff like that. But there's always a solution. You just got to Google it. (laughs)
4: Uh, And kind of building off of that as well, don't be afraid to make mistakes. It's okay to make mistakes. It's how we learn. It's how we push ourselves forward, uh, and it's how we build our skill sets. So it's always better to try and fail
0: than to not try and wonder. Nice. So, all right, so last question. Um, What other cons do you have coming up let's you know selfless uh, shameless self promotion here how can people find you online
3: um, it's easiest to find me on Instagram I'm faceless dot cause I'm going to C2E2 uh, fan fest and then who knows where else I'll end up going this semester uh,
4: HDC fabrication on all social media uh, I'll be at Northwestern Indie Comic Con judging the costume contest next Saturday and then we'll have a big presence at C2E2 We're actually working with Reed pop providing repair uh, cosplay repair for the convention. Uh, two weeks later, I'll be at Emerald City Comic-Con in Seattle. And then the following week, I'll be judging the contest at Planet City Comic-Con. And then I'll probably be
0: judging Anime Central again. Awesome. Well, Nicole, Tim, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. So, like I said, you can uh, check those uh, check both Nicole and Tim out at HDC Fabrication and also Faceless, uh, both on Facebook. Uh, the next interview that we did... Well, we spoke with uh, Brandy from the Orland Park Public Library. Uh, They put on uh, OpalCon, which is a one-day fan fest. So the OpalCon Fan Fest is going to be held uh, July 18th from 10 a.m. till 4 p.m. at the Orland Park Public Library. Uh, Listen to this interview with Pickett, myself, and Brandy from uh, the library for more information. Hey, guys. uh, Mitch here with Pickett. Hi. And we are talking with Brandy, who is part of the uh, Orland Park Public Library, putting on uh, OpalCon FanFest here in July. How's uh, how's LodgeCon been for you?
5: This has been awesome. This is my first time being here. We didn't even know this was a thing. And when we heard about it, we definitely wanted to be a part of it. And we're excited because LodgeCon is going to come in. Some of the folks are going to come and do things at our FanFest. So this is a great way to kind of merge and bring communities from your place to our place, and it's going to be really great. Nice.
0: So tell us a little bit about OpalCon and how it got started.
5: Sure. Um, About six years ago, there were some librarians that were interested in the nerd culture and had different passions and interests, and they decided that this would be something that would bring in people to the library. So they went to the administration, and they were on board. And so I believe this is our sixth year moving forward of doing this, and every year we try something new, and it grows a little bit more. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much how it got started.
4: Now you, you say it's been going on for six years. Uh, so wh- what is, what's it like putting something like that together?
5: Um, I am not a, a, ringleader person in putting it together, but I did, I have helped and I've worked there like, um, during the event. Um, there is a committee, there's four four people on the main committee and then about seven people on a task force so the committee in general will get the artists on board the vendors um we always get some sponsors to feed the artists and vendors because that's a good way to pull them in um and i'm the youth services manager so my department kind of wrangles all the kids programs so we've had like princess teas and jedi night training and all this cool stuff so there's different um different goals for different age groups and we're trying to continue to bring new things to bring new people in and stuff like that. So every year it's brainstorming.
0: That's awesome. Now, Opalcon isn't the only like geek friendly event that Orland Park Library does. Uh we got a few things here like so tell us about some of the other things that you sure. guys do.
5: So um, we have a very large video game community with the kids. So we offer monthly a drop-in video game club. It's usually an hour and a half. And we have Smash Brothers set up on a couple computer, or a couple um, screens and consoles. They can come and play. Um, we also have a Smash Brothers tournament that's usually every other month. And that is a registered program. So the kids have to sign up ahead of time. And then we'll build them into a bracket and stuff like that. Um and we also have done D&D programs in the past for children, and we have Lego Days and a whole bunch of stuff.
4: That is super cool. Um, and last but definitely not least, where can people find you guys online?
5: Sure. Our website is orlandparklibrary.org. And on that website, there's an events calendar that has everything color-coded by age group. So oh, whether sweet. you're looking for adults, kids, teens, it's all easily disseminated on our calendar.
4: That's really cool. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for taking time to talk to us. Sure,
5: not a problem.
0: So you can also, you can find Orland Park Public Library on Facebook as well. Uh, the next one, it was actually, it's an interview that um, Matt and Tabitha did with uh, your Alicia from Your Baby Can Geek. Uh, I had nothing to do with this interview, so why don't you guys kind of uh, talk about it and introduce to this interview. Uh, Well, Alicia was
6: running – she had her business, which is Your Baby King Geek, which is pretty much anything and everything um, baby-related or small um, child-related geek-wise, whether it's T-shirts, bibs. um, She had
1: had some, like, little tablet things for, like – fun kid activities but they all had like the world's best nerdy fabric and including some scrunchies that I'm suddenly remembering I meant to buy and forgot
6: (laughs) (laughs) yeah they had Batman scrunchies but they had like all the superheroes they had Doctor Who um there was Game of Thrones stuff pretty much if if there's a fandom for it uh or fabric for it um she makes geeky stuff for your kid um to wear um but she was also running the first ever uh kids area at lodgecon um so they had a couple of little like gaming tournaments they were running this thing called uh, kingdom dominoes um there was a coloring contest um there was a whole bunch of activities for kids to do just so that uh you could make well well i mean lodgecon is meant to be family oriented but you know give something for the kids to do
0: uh while they were there Real talk, I'm disappointed that I didn't participate in the coloring contest. I
1: thought you were going to tell me you were real disappointed you also forgot to buy a scrunchie. <laughs> I
0: mean, I am growing my hair out a little bit, and it's almost scrunchy. Like time. I I could get
1: that in a scrunchie. Yeah. 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 Could you do it, like, pebble style, yeah. like, right on top. Yeah, it'd be cute. Yeah. Next time I see Alicia, I'm definitely going to buy you a Nightwing scrunchie. See if that's a thing.
0: Um. Yeah, I would rock that out. <laughs> yeah.
1: Or you mean you could grow your beard out? We could.
0: I don't, I don't know about that.
1: No? Okay. No. Yeah.
0: My, my beard is already too long. I need to trim this real bad. So let's stop talking about my facial hair and listen to this interview from uh, Your Baby Can Geek.
6: I am Matt with The Geek Awakens. Tabitha, hi. And we are here with Alicia from Your Baby Can Geek. Um, hi. She is also running the Family Fun Center here at LodgeCon this year. Um, so we just kind of want to talk to you a little bit about what you're doing here and then with the Family Fun Center. Um, so... First off, because the Family Fun Center is new this year for LodgeCon, so just tell us a little bit about that and what kind of activities you've got going on over there for that.
2: So for our little Family Fun area, we've got face painting that benefits Extra Life, and we also have a coloring contest, and we have some open gaming that is being run by my fabulous husband, Joe, and we also have a King Domino, um, a King Domino tournament that. We are giving some prizes away for. You can color a D twenty, you can play with Play-Doh and geeky cookie cutters. Anything to entertain littles is pretty much the goal. Awesome, awesome.
6: Yeah, I know that uh, Pickett uh, enjoyed some of that uh, King Domino uh, a little bit ago and was uh, was geeking on that. So.
2: Oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. We are our goal is family engagement, not necessarily just kids, because mm. it's really important to engage all ages and get. The older generation t- training the little ones. I-, I actually have inspiration of calling it calling our family area the training grounds.
6: <laughs> I like it. Um, so you also run uh, your baby can geek. Yes. Um, all right, just tell us a little bit about your baby can geek.
2: So as a geek mom, I am always looking for geek baby things, and they do not exist. So because I'm a crafty gamer mom, okay. I make baby geek things. And that's how that all came to be. And I have a lot of friends that have geek things. And I like going to conventions and making new friends who have baby geeks and like geek things. So I thought, hey, let's make some geek baby things and take them to a convention. And that's how I'm here.
6: (laughs) (laughs) So what are some of the things that you make?
2: I make t-shirts, specifically targeted with Things like, like uh, a little rebel, or uh, my parents are lucky with a crit 20 on a d20 on the shirt. Um, I've got some other clever things, like a Cyberman that says too cute to upgrade. Um, lots of geek baby things. Anything that would look adorable as a geek thing on a child.
6: Um, and then you are, like most people anymore, on social medias. Yes. Uh, how can people find... Your things.
2: Well, I have an Etsy shop, which is etsy.com slash your baby can geek. It's not very well populated right now, but we're working on that. We're also in first stages of getting uh, our own website oh, awesome. with Shopify. So hopefully that'll work out soon. And I'm on Facebook. You can definitely contact me on Facebook. That is probably the best way to get me right now. I do lots of customs. Any of my stuff can be done in any color or any size. So, if you're an adult that wants people to know that your parents are lucky, there you go. All
6: right. That's awesome. So, I mean, people can find you on the Etsy page. You work on your website, Facebook.
2: And I am available for booking cons to come and entertain your children. I might give them lots of candy or feed them to a dragon, but, you know, at your own risk.
6: (laughs) Well, thank you for taking a few minutes to talk to us. It was
2: great talking to you. Great meeting you guys. Thanks. Even when you're not Rescue Rangers. (laughs)
0: True. and you can find your baby can geek on both facebook as well as uh etsy so uh the next interview was uh this was a really interesting um concept it's uh critical grind gaming we talked with dana and sean and basically this uh they go around to host game nights whether it's at uh, whether it's like a private event or like Uh, like corporate events, um, bar nights, things like that. Uh, It's really cool because it's kind of like it takes all the like not fun parts of organizing (laughs) a game night and it lets you let somebody else do it. Um, This was really fun. Uh, They also they go through all throughout the Chicagoland area. So even though we're not in the Chicagoland area, it would still be really fun to do. So check out that interview from Critical Grind. Hey guys, Mitch here with Matt, and we are talking with Dana and Sean from Critical Grind Gaming. Uh, How's the LodgeCon been for you guys?
7: It's been good. It's been a lot of fun. Awesome.
0: So we got just a few questions for you,
6: Matt. We're going to kick things off. So Critical Grind has a pretty unique business model. Um, So what's it all about, and how did you guys get started?
7: So we are a board gaming event company. Um, We go around to a bunch of different places in the Chicagoland area. We do uh, gaming events for public private um, employee engagement and we even do dm for hire events um we started by someone coming up to us and asking us to run events on their behalf and we were like hey um yeah we love gaming we can do this let's make money off of it
6: (laughs) sounds like a good (laughs) plan um so what is the biggest event that you've hosted so
0: far
4: Kids' Day. The Joliet Library Kids Day was a good, that was a good turnout. Yeah. A couple hundred kids came. Wow. Um it's a four or five hour event and just kids came inside. It was midsummer, so get a get out of the heat, go in the library, sit yeah. down, play games, kids activities, things like that. Um, I think that'd be our big one.
7: Yeah, that coincided with uh, Joliet Kids Fest. Yeah. Um, so it was downtown Joliet, and then the library on Ottawa Street hosted um, gaming in the library.
0: Nice. Now to do something like this, you have to like games yourself. So what are some of your own personal favorite games? Oh,
4: So many. <laughs> it changes from time to time because, you know, it, it, board games intrigue me because there's always new ones. There's always new concept. There's always something different out there. Um, right now, I think, like, the Zombicide series, um, complete cooperative game, and so it's fun to just sit down and play with friends. You know, you're not competing with each other. You're actually working together and communicating. That's my favorite one right now.
7: Yeah, for me, it really just depends on the mood I'm in and the people I'm playing with. Um, there's some people that I like to just, you know what? Yeah, let's let's go against each other. Let's totally destroy <laughs> each other. I got this. Um, but one of my most favorite recent purchases is Everdell. Um, I played it a couple years ago at Gen Con, loved it, and just got it recently, and it's one of my favorite games right now. It's beautiful, and the art is amazing, and just the the play itself is strategy, but not. Are they paying you? No. no? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> so,
0: all right. So, uh, last question. Always like to do a little bit of you know shameless self promotion. So, how can people find you online? Um, especially, you said you know you hit the Chicagoland area. So maybe you know like what what exact parts of you know the chicago area that you that you serve sure
7: um so we're based out of shorewood um online you can find us on our website criticalgrind.com um facebook instagram we're terrible at twitter um same you can try but you're not going to see much there um but yeah facebook and instagram mostly and then our website we try to keep as updated as possible um for our email list um if you sign up for our newsletter we only send one out like once a month, unless we have big events coming up. Um, but then, yeah, we're mostly out of the, we're based out of Shorewood. Um, we do a lot of events in Joliet. We've worked in a few local libraries, Naperville, New Lenox. um We've gone to Chicago and Plainfield. Yeah, all over.
0: Awesome. Well, Dana, Sean, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Thank Enjoy you. the rest of the con. All right. You too. Thanks. Thanks. And you can find Critical Grind. Uh, on Facebook, Instagram, kind of like us, they have a Twitter, but that's about it. Kind of like <laughs> us, exactly.
1: It's
2: just there for
1: like appearance purposes. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, it's just
0: there to look pretty.
7: Yeah. yeah.
1: Placeholder for when one day we get our lives together and we start using our Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
7: right. Yeah.
1: Wishful thinking.
0: Wishful thinking. <laughs> that can be a New Year's resolution.
1: For what year? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Every year.
2: <laughs> Twenty.
0: 74.
1: <laughs> I will be very old.
0: <laughs> I will likely be very dead. <laughs> Let's just be honest. <laughs> that was a morbid turn. <laughs> that was. Sorry guys. That's what we do. <laughs> so you just likes to rub
1: in her face how much younger she is than everybody.
0: I know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she'll still be, you know, she'll still be in like three bands at in the year 2072. <laughs>
2: Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> I would like to sleep sometime. Yeah. Sleep when you're dead like Mitch. Yeah. Well, I mean, at that point, I might be. <laughs>
0: so, um, before before we get to the last two interviews, uh, what about you guys? Because I know I've done a lot of talking about Logicon. What's, uh, what's some of the things that you really enjoy about this convention?
1: I mean, I think we talked about this when we had our little wrap up the, there toward the end. And this is our fourth, technically, wait, no, third, technically fourth Um year at LodgeCon. and it's so nice to walk into an event that is small and like feels very much like a hometown where you walk in it's kind of like no everyone says hi Yeah, you're like I'm home like hey guys and like even if you don't recognize people's names like you you see these same faces every year and everybody's just really welcoming and really friendly and like there becomes like this whole camaraderie with everybody that's there because I mean for the majority of the day we're just waiting on people to walk in and when they do walk in then we interact with them but for the most part of the day it's just us interacting with other vendors and I think that's really cool I agree
6: yeah I think that's one of my favorite parts about it is like we get to see what they bring to the show we get to see people that we have gotten to know um, from year to year people that we're going to see I think I mentioned this
4: did it you like say you ear
0: said, to ear i'm yeah. glad i'm not the only one who yeah. heard that <laughs> you did. Like, I, think like, you did. I think i think you did say year to year but like the second year like you didn't enunciate the why very well it sound so, like
1: ear to ear ear to ear yep <laughs> from the year to
0: the year <laughs> I mean, all over
6: <laughs> so, uh, but i think i mentioned this in our wrap-up video um but, you know, again, like walking in, saying hi to people that you've you know, seen you know, year in and year out, <laughs> enunciate my whys here, apparently. Uh, <laughs> but then also that some of those people uh, we are going to be lucky enough
0: to see and run into even at other conventions like C2B2. Yeah. <clears throat> So, uh, our next <clears throat> excuse me, our next interview uh, we spoke with Emily from Extra Life, which this is a phenomenal organization. It's it's a nationwide thing, but we spoke with her. She's part of the Chicago uh, chapter, uh, and this basically it's something that if we've talked about on the show before, and you uh, you basically organize a um, video game. 24-hour uh, uh, stream or whatever uh, to raise money for children's hospitals. And it's it's a phenomenal organization. Check out uh, this interview to learn more. Hey, guys. Mitch and Lydia here, and we are talking with Emily from Extra Life. How's uh, Logicon going for you so far?
8: Logicon's going really well for us. How's it going for you guys?
0: It's going pretty awesome, as always. Yay! So I've uh, got a few questions for you. Lydia's going to start things off.
8: Yeah, so for those who
2: may not know, what is Extra Life all about?
8: Um, we are a charity for gamers. Basically, the concept is is you sign up, you get a free page through extralife.org, and then you broadcast it over all your social media, Twitch, wherever you want to do it. People donate, you play games. It's really simple, really easy to sign up. We support Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Um, there's 170 throughout the U.S., Canada, and Puerto Rico. We're here with the Chicago Faction, so we support Lori's in downtown Chicago. Um, what's really nice about our charities, as opposed to others, is that every cent of every dollar you raise goes straight to your hospital. There's no overhead taken out, so you raise a dollar, a dollar goes to the hospital. There, all of our overhead fees and things like that, they're covered by corporate sponsors like Walmart, Jewel, who, wherever you see the little CMM balloons, Those are the people who pay for overhead for us. That's really awesome. Um, And is this something that gamers can do any time of the year, or is it just a specific time? Um, No. uh, Fundraising goes January 1st through December 31st. You have 365, 366 days this year (laughs) um, to do your fundraising. Um, Minimum goal is $100. If you don't meet that goal, there's no penalty. Your money still goes to the hospital. You raise $10, you raise $10,000. We do have a national game day this year. It's November 7th, Um, and that's when a lot of people do 24-hour marathons. It's our dedication to the kids. You know, they go through this 24-7, 365. We do 24 hours for them. But, again, you can do it anytime you want for however long you want. If you want to do three weekends of four or eight hours, do what you can while you can.
0: That's really awesome. Now, we were talking yesterday off camera about, like, some of the uh, more creative ways that people have – gotten people to, to donate. So what are some of the, the favorites that either you've participated in or that you've just witnessed?
8: Um, some of the favorite ones I've witnessed are um, hair dyeing. Hair dyeing's always really big. People do what they call extra life blue and if you see on the back here it's like this teal color so we end up with a lot of teal haired people. Um, Hot sauce challenge is really popular. Um, Bean boozle's really popular like five dollars. <laughs> They'll spin the bean boozle and eat whatever comes up, regardless of what it is. It's like roulette with birdie, birdie bots every flavored <laughs> bean. You never know. Um, what else? Uh, people have done tough mutters for it. You know, I'll, I raise $500, I'll go raise the tough mutter or run the tough mutter. Um, goals can be really anything you want. A lot of people say this is for indoor geeks. And I'm like, well, every gamer, regardless if they're playing football, Or if they're playing Monopoly, you know, they want to give back. So it's a good way to do it.
0: That's awesome. And something else that I noticed too, and you're representing it right here, we got a couple T-shirts. What can you tell us about the uh, the T-shirts that you have?
8: Um, The T-shirts actually started out as just for guild members. And the one I was wearing yesterday has our guild crest on it, and it was really big. Um, In the last couple years, it's evolved from that. Our hospital is kind enough to order us a bunch of t-shirts, and then at cons, we sell them, uh, sell them, (laughs) heavy quotes on that, Um, and all the money raised from that goes back to the hospital. So this year's design, if you can all see it, is this is our wing controller, which is the extra life symbol, and then we did kind of a mock Chicago flag. Um, Last year's looked like a Pac-Man board, um, and then every year before that had been the guild crest. So we're trying to get a little more creative to get people more involved.
0: That's awesome. So last question, how can people find you online?
8: Uh, we are at extra life-org, or extra-life.org. Sorry, uh, do not go to extra-life.org. <laughs> it does not work. Um, but it's free to sign up, free to play, really easy to do, simple way to give back.
0: Awesome. Emily, thank you for, so much for taking the time to talk to us, and uh, best luck to you.
8: Thank you. You're welcome.
0: So you can find Extra Life at extra-life.org, I believe i said it right in the interview it's that's what matters um, our last interview of the night uh lydia and i spoke with amber robinson who um she was actually she was part of the like art area she's mm-hmm. she's an artist uh she actually designed the logo for this year's convention uh which i just absolutely loved um but uh, she also helps with uh, the Kankakee Cosplay Chaos, which was what the bulk of this interview was about. Um, it's a one day convention where you it's it's very cosplay heavy. And uh, that's really kind of cool. Uh, so check that out. Hey, guys, Mitch here with Lydia and we are talking with Amber Robinson. Um, how's uh, how's Logicon been for you?
9: Uh, good, good. I've, I've done a lot more gaming this year than in past years, and it has been a lot of fun. Nice.
0: <laughs> so, uh, we got just a couple questions for you. Lydia, we're going to start things off with you.
9: Yeah. So, first things first, you designed the logo
2: for LodgeCon this year. I did. So, what were some inspirations for that?
9: Um, the Lodge part of it was probably <laughs> the biggest <laughs> inspiration. Fair enough. Um, yeah, it was literally kind of a, I did it in two days kind of thing, start to finish, like concept to complete design. It was like last minute. I wanted to enter, but I hadn't had any time to come up with something. He's like, well, you still got like two days left. And I'm like, I'll try. And I was in the middle of also teaching a class of high schoolers. So while they were working on their final projects, I'm sitting here sketching this. I'm like, real life deadlines, guys. This is is real. Um, So yeah, it was kind of like the lodge theme and then the 2020 part of it was just really cool because I was like, there's no other year you're going to be able to do this. So with the dice on the bottom having the year 2020, I was just like, it, it fits. It works. So that was like one of my little light bulb moments. Well, it looks really awesome. You did a good it, job. It did come out pretty cool. Yeah, that
0: that 2020, when they first like announced the logo and I saw that, I was like, Oh, man, that's brilliant. Yeah, that, that, was, brilliant. that was like the
9: icing on the cake, yeah. <laughs>
0: so, um, but in addition to some of, the, some of the fantastic art you've got here, you're also involved in the Kekakee Cosplay Chaos. So yes. what can you tell us about that?
9: Okay, so that is like the brainchild of myself and a fellow artist, Onyx Wings, um, and also another fellow artist, um, Trina Van Black. We kind of all really enjoy cosplay. We really enjoy everything, you know anime theme, comic theme, all of that stuff. And you don't see a lot of it close to here. Most of you have to go like to Chicago or further for. So we wanted to bring something cosplay related a little closer to home. So we kind of, the first year we did it, we literally thought of it planned it, executed it, all in three months. Oh, wow. Yeah, start to finish, and it it turned out a lot better than we thought it was going to, but the whole thing is basically, we have several divisions, you get to dress up in your favorite cosplay, come down, you get to walk across the stage in front of a panel of judges, they judge you. We have first, second, and third place, um, all with cash prizes. Um, We have adult youth, and just last year, we brought in custom division, because we have a lot of our furry friends that make their own costumes that are really cool. Um, We also have vendors, panels, just lots of fun stuff a little a little closer to home so nice yep and kind of going off of that what are some of your favorite costumes that you put together so there's two that stand out to mind my first one um I did it was my very first cosplay it was ever since I was little the first cosplay I wanted to do um and the first time I went to Asin I cosplayed this nobody knew who I was (laughs) Because I waited way too long. And I was like, I feel like I'm way too old now. But I did Robin from Witch Hunter Robin. Oh, that's awesome. So nobody knew who I I had like three Aww. people who were like, shout out to that really nice old anime. <laughs> I was like, this is a little sad. Um, but I still really enjoyed it. It's one that I still wear today, actually. Um, and then my second one, which was one that I actually pieced together 100% myself, is my Vanilla P. Von Schweetz from Wreck-It Ralph. I did that last year here, sprayed my hair black and everything because it was like copper red at the time. Mm -hmm. That stuff did not wash out of my hair for weeks, (laughs) but it was definitely one of my favorite cosplays.
0: Nice, awesome. So just kind of like tie everything up, just a couple of questions. So going back to your art, uh, can people find your art online? Can people get it online?
9: Um, You can. um, You can look me up. Um, If you're local to the area, just search Maki Arts Illustrations. Apparently, I'm like very well known on Google now. Like, Google haunts me. Um, (laughs) I do. um, You can find me on Facebook. I have a website. Um, None of my stuff is purchasable online right now, but if you email me. um, I'm also actually in the local art center in Bourbonnais in the Northfield Square Mall. So you can also get my stuff there. And how can people find out about uh, Cosplay Chaos online? Um, Actually, if you go to KankakeeCosplayChaos.com. There's a ton of more information on there. You can also go to um, communityartscouncil.org. That's the organization that helps us run it. Um, it's an art organization in Kankakee County, so you can find more information there, too. Awesome. awesome.
0: Well, Amber, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Enjoy yeah, the rest you. of the
9: time. Thanks.
0: Thanks. So, yeah, so uh, be on the lookout for the Kankakee Cosplay Chaos. It'll be held uh, later on this year. So that's going to wrap up this episode, or special edition or special collectors special, editions, uh, special collectors edition. Yeah. Yeah. This'll be, this'll be worth more money. As... Does it
1: come in like a little tin box?
0: It could. Yes. Yeah. If we well, have
6: enough patrons. Yeah.
1: Nah, I think it'd be aluminum at best. Just like wrapped in foil.
6: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're right. It's, it's, an, Al- it's, it's an Altoids box.
1: Aww.
0: at least it's shiny. True. Just True. like our personalities. Um, (laughs) i mean sometimes not all the time
1: when is my personality ever shiny
0: uh yeah you're right (laughs) (laughs) so um thanks for listening and do yourself a favor i mean if you um if you're if especially like if you're local you know um if you're in the will county area you have no excuse not to go to this convention but even if you're like us who's three hours away do yourself a favor i mean if you're into games or just into any kind of geekery check out this convention it's a lot of fun um yeah they have uh i believe all of our shining endorsements Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: that's a great like starter con and if this if you want to go to one of the bigger conventions and haven't been, this is a great place to start and kind of get your feet wet before you dive into the tens of thousands of people that you're going to deal with at like C2E2 or something like that.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah.
1: And all cons have to start somewhere, including things like C2E2 and Wizard World. So Patrick could be the next uh, whoever the heck runs Wizard World and C2E2. Well, I, don't I don't know who that is.
6: But you know, that's, you mentioned that about getting bigger, and that's kind of fun too, having been there three going on four years whatever you know having watched this grow yeah Mm -hmm.
0: absolutely and man just think like they do uh you know if they do get super huge you think they're still gonna keep inviting us or at some point you're gonna be like "Mm, small potatoes i'm pretty
1: sure patrick will do anything for his one time a year shame (laughs) this is true I think we're in like Flint. I think we got this.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right.
1: (laughs) Just don't lose track of that bell because if he gets a hold of that, we're screwed. It's right here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, that'll do it for this edition of The Geek Awakens. Uh, We will check you later. Everybody say bye. bye. Bye.